0: what's happening people right now right now it's another episode of the Giants guys but it's not just any episode of the Giants guys uh it's the 100th episode of the Giants guys and I'm coming on a little bit early before our special guest which is Lawrence Tynes and I bring in the truth and Spartan Mike I wanted to thank you um you know we we've been Let's see, so 100 episodes, that's over two two years, a little stretch it out to two and a half years. Some of you folks go way back, even to when I did the podcast with with John Fennelly for the USA Today. Uh, We've had a lot of fun. Thank you for all your support. Uh, You read the website, especially Truth. He puts like 9 million articles on there that you guys read every week. Um, You follow us on Twitter. You subscribe to the YouTube channel. Now we've got, of course... NY Giants underscore Rush on Instagram. So we're trying to get that pumping. And I don't know. We've got we've interviewed a ton of really cool people. We've got sponsors now. Like we've come a long way. But we couldn't, it's not about us. It's about you. We couldn't have done it without you. Um, you come on here every week, you listen to us, you argue with us, you debate with us, you high five us, uh, you hang out with us at the Giants games and fan fest. And man, we have had some cool fun times um so i owe all, everyone out there in in uh giants twitter and twitter land you know you know i uh you know i thank you very much we owe this all to you um real quick i used to be a featured columnist for the bleacher report uh for the giants and uh when turner sports bought um bleacher report um, they got rid of basically all the all the all the riders. So it was right after the Super Bowl, right after the 2011 Super Bowl, and I was like, "This umgats, I could do this myself." And I created NYGiantsbrush.com. and then of course Truth and and all these other guys that you've seen over the years. It was there was Tom who I met at uh, in Vermont at the Burton store uh, when I when I when I blew out one of my snowboard boots to to Lexi who went on to work for. ESPN and SNY and um, just tons of really cool people over the years. Doug Rush, um, a lot of cool people that have have written for, you know, Mikey Fresh over the years, a lot of great people have written for me, been on the podcast, Uh, and I owe all of you guys. So, you know, thank you for for tuning in. You guys have been loyal. Um, We're always open to suggestions on what you want to see. I made this up for you folks. I'll play it again a little bit later. I hope you enjoy this. It's only a little 30 seconds, but I wanted to let you guys know. Some of you are new, right? So for all you new folks, we're known as NYGiantsRush.com. And you know, that's the overall arching sports platform. And then, of course, the Giants guys rolls underneath there. And of course, our niches, we interview we interview those Giants legends and media personalities that you guys love. So um, again, as you can see scrolling through the bottom, it's the 100th freaking episode of the Giants, guys. It's insane. I don't know what I'm doing or why I do it, but I guess somehow, you know, it it, it works. You know, I squeeze it in with all the other things that I'm doing in my life. Great, great uh, guys that I'm going to bring in a second. I want to play this video for you guys. Hope you enjoy just a little bit of what we've done over the last two and a half years. the people that we've interviewed over the last two and a half years pretty much i'm pretty sure i got everybody in there and if i didn't miss if i missed somebody it was probably because i couldn't find their picture all right so i'm gonna bring in the guys real fast um i've got truth with me because he's been with me since like 1985 and i couldn't do this without the truth you know the truth as of course the uh college guru i mean the guy knows more about the draft and college players than pretty much anybody you know um, and of course I'm bringing in Spartan Mike because he's Spartan Mike and um, he deserves to be here. These are my guys. And I'm sure if you're not following them, please do. Uh, and of course housekeeping is we are brought to you by Astroflave. two and a half years later, we got a real sponsor. I need you guys to support them for you. Gym rats. You, uh, you, uh, you know, you guys mashing plates, doing stairs, you mutters, you Spartan racers, you know, all you guys, you know, you CrossFit junkies, Check it out. Astroflav, five locations. Can't buy it in a box store. They'll ship it to your house. It tastes great. That's why it's called Astroflav. Just because in case you think I don't use it, I do use it, right? There's the greens. Here's my testosterone because I'm an old guy and you want to make fun of my hair. Well, look, it's the testosterone. That's what works, right? And then amino acids, a little hard to see with with the light. Amino acids, pink lemonade. So, Astroflave, check them out let's bring in the boys truth
1: what's going on
0: nothing baby i'm, I'm glad <laughs> to see your mug my friend a hundred episodes and can't you're, believe still, it. you're still you're still
1: with me dude aren't you sick of me by now <laughs> i can't believe it's been that many uh time flies we're having fun right
0: yeah, man. I appreciate it. And if I don't say it enough, I appreciate you and all you do for me and, and how people try to come and steal you from me and you still hang out with me. <laughs> and, and for all you folks out there, stop trying to steal truth from me. It's my guy and him and Spartan are going to bring back, you know, more college shows and more draft shows. And, and listen, by the way, that's how these guys have fun. They get to do their own thing. Cause that's, you know, I, I like that. So, And the other guys like Zane and Nikki and John and and, and Nails, make sure you're following them too. They're part of the crew. Got a really good crew. You know, sometimes you got a good crew. And then sometimes, you know, they think maybe they're better than you. (laughs) And then they're not there anymore. So these group of guys uh, have just grown on me like mold. Um, I wish that some of them were a little bit closer. So today on the 100th episode, I'm bringing in the two furthest guys away, Carolina, uh, you know Carolina, and yeah. of course Chicago. Let's bring in
2: Spartan Mike. Spartan Mike, Craig, truth, what is going on? Happy 100th episode and Giants fans, you know, let's remember something. This all starts with Craig Santucci, man. He's right here. Uh, you don't see his picture up on on his Twitter handle, but he's a guy that started it all. He's got a background in media, and you know, he's solid. He's always bringing good content. Incredible interviews. There's no podcast that's giving you these kind of interviews. And let me just say, a year ago, about a year ago, right now is when Craig first reached out. And I was so honored. So when he said, "Hey, you know, I, I'm thinking about bringing you on to uh, to write for us," and I'm like, I was so stoked because I was such a big fan of the show and the platform, and everything like that. I'm a huge Michigan State guy. I saw them interview Carl Banks, and then you know, within a couple months, I was sitting there uh, interviewing David Deal. I couldn't believe it. My dad couldn't believe it. My grandpa never believed me until he saw the yells. But, you know, here I am just, you know, been a Giants fan for almost 20 years now. And and it's just, it's I'm on cloud nine still. I'm not descending.
1: Yeah, but You Greg, know what's funny? You know what's funny, Craig? I'm just thinking about what Spartan's saying. I go way back with you. I think I, I answered a Craigslist thing with you. Um, it wasn't through any kind of Twitter. It was really some kind of relic. Uh, way I contacted you to become a writer, I don't, I don't know. Craigslist, <laughs> Craigslist sounds a little far fetched for me, but <laughs> something but like that. Was, I don't know what it
0: was. it was. Something, yeah, it was something out of the ordinary, right? Yeah. Come on, Craig, <laughs> yeah, unless I owned Craigslist, which I don't. <laughs> um, um, but you know, it is it is cool. Um, uh, you know, we've had plenty of people on it, right? First, that have gone on to great, you know, great jobs and done other cool stuff. We've interviewed some cool people. Like I played that video for you. I mean, we interview cool folks. We learn yeah. a lot of cool stuff. But I, I mean, look, and I mean, if anybody thinks I'm getting rich off this, I'm not. But I have a ton of fun doing it, and I have a ton of fun meeting you folks. Um, some of you guys engage. Some of you guys want to argue. I still love. All you, I still love you all the same. Right. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like even if I'm like even if I'm pissed off for a little while, you know what I mean. Like I've gotten to, to know, you know, there's some over the years some some really cool guys. Like I like to give a shout out to like Nick. Nick's like more like the OG, you know what I mean? Um, and I don't know if he's gonna pop on tonight or not, but but Nick is like the Nick, Nick and, and and RB from Virginia, like they're like the OGs. And like Nick comes to see me at Fan Fest every year or one of the football games. He's uh he's uh ex-police force or I say former police force. He's always – He's always throwing PBA cards at me. And he's like, that's for you, State <laughs> you know, just good, good people, you know, RB down in Virginia, another OG, oh, like yeah. just, just, you know, good solid people I've gotten to be, There was something, there was something that came out about, okay, you've done this for a hundred episodes. Do you really have friends on Twitter? And you know what, believe it or not, I do, I do have, I do have friends, friends from Twitter. Um, you know, and, and, and some of these guys I've interviewed have just been super cool that I've gotten friends with over the years. Um, but um, what I want to make sure I do is I want to make sure I bring in our special guest so he's not hanging out in the background too long. Um, I'm going to bring in, of course, two-time Super Bowl winner, friend of the show. Um, I, I enjoy his commentary because he won't tell you that his podcast was stolen after mine. He won't tell you that um because he's he's got this kick-ass podcast you know so it sounds similar to similar to mine just saying <laughs> you know but, but but what listen great friend of the show love lawrence we're gonna bring him in here so i hope you guys are all fired up for 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 lt you can bring him in now see what he's doing
3: doom what's up what's up
2: lt hey
0: on, i
3: man. heard you talking shit about me i heard you talking <laughs> shit about me He's getting a hey, boomer right now. I, He's try to. I did. I did not name that fucking podcast. That's a New York. <laughs> that, that is a whatever. I, 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 tell, post. I tell. I
0: tell. I tell the story all the time. This is true, and Lawrence, those I'm not lying. It was like one o'clock in the morning. I I I, I sent him a, a, a. It was either a tweet or a DM about two two years ago, and I said, hey. Since you stole the name of my podcast, would you at least mind coming on my show, Larry? And he said, Larry. He goes, Yeah, and he goes, and he said, A, I didn't steal the name of your podcast. And two, I, I'm not coming on if you call me Larry. It's Lawrence. And I was like, right No problem, guy. Lawrence. We're going to have you on.
3: Yeah, to- because you know what? My name is Lawrence, not Larry. But it's funny how many people will call you Larry. Just yeah. assume um, so, that you you're probably by-
0: like, I mean, like I said, it's 100 episodes. It's over two and a half years.
3: Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I've reached a, that's out not to you. That's because, not a like, small feat. You,
0: no, well, no, no, it's not.
3: It's a lot of work, too.
0: It's a lot of work. It is. And, and like, so the first guy I ever interviewed was Russ Salzberg. I'm sure, Lawrence, you remember yeah. Russ. But, I mean, like, you were, like, the second or third guy that I interviewed. And we had really? a blast. Like, we just – we laughed a bunch of stories you know that you brought up and stuff so um i appreciate you just always you know oh, yeah. giving, us time, giving us time
3: no problem you I, know uh, um i had fun that was a fun night
0: yeah yeah we always try to have some fun you know cuz cuz i'm not really asking you about kicks you made or you know or i'm asking you like yeah cuz i get like,
3: really sick of talking about that shit
0: well yeah you want you want to have some fun <laughs> you, and, guys, you, know,
3: you guys about. all have youtube like yeah i try and come up the thing is when you when you're doing so much podcasting and like giant stuff and you do have to, there's certain stories you have to retell. That's yeah. fine. But then you have to just, you know, things will pop into your head that you, you probably don't really remember telling. Those are the best stories. Cause yep. those are like, uh, those are like ones that I've never told. And then people get kind of an exclusive, but it's hard to like, you know, recall some of that shit. Cause we've all been on, these and shows and radio so much since we've been done but it's better to be asked to be on shows than not to be asked to be on
0: yeah no doubt i mean we interviewed kurt warner three weeks ago oh cool yeah and we're just jabbing having some fun with him because like i said like the two and a half years i've been doing this i've no one's ever left me like oh santucci's a dick like that just doesn't happen because i don't do that like it's just not it's not what i do and we're talking to kurt and he's like, you know, he goes, I gotta tell you this story because I asked him about I always ask him like, what's it like playing for Coughlin? You know? I asked you probably that three times. Like, so what's it like playing for Coughlin? And he says, he goes, he's like, all the things, all the things you've heard are true, and all the all the things I could tell you you've probably already heard. He goes, but I'm gonna tell you what kind of man he is. And I was like, Yeah. He's like, I was there one year, he said. Um, and when I left, I kind of had like an exit interview. You know, and he's, I'm sitting in Tom's office and we're going through stuff. And, and Tom, and and Tom says to uh, Kurt, would you mind writing down, Kurt, what you don't like about the organization, about what you don't like that I do or how we do things? Could you write it down? And Kurt was like, you want me to write it down? He's like, yeah, write it down. He's like, I want to know everything. Give me everything. It'll make me a better coach, a better leader, a better husband, a better friend and so on. So Kurt took the time and, got one of those big yellow notebook pads with lines on it. And he wrote down every single thing he didn't like about the organization or what maybe they can improve on. Hmm. Then he retired, then like, you know, five, I can't remember the exact number of years, seven years later after he played, you know, uh, uh, for the Cardinals and he retires and he's kind of doing his first round of media um, interviews and they're yep. at an away game, Lawrence. And I can't remember the talent are they're, where they're at, but they're at an away game. Kurt gets an opportunity to interview him. And I guess at an away game, they give the head coach an office so he can do some work in maybe at the hotel.
3: Yeah. So um,
0: he goes into the makeshift office at this hotel where Tom's working. And he says, you know, Hey coach, how are you? He says, I'm good. He goes, you know what, Kurt, let me show you something. And he reaches in the bottom drawer of the makeshift office seven, eight years later. Pulls out the Kurt Warner notes that he wrote for him seven eight years. Oh wow, before.
1: yeah,
0: huh. pretty good. Yeah, and he's like, "That's how important it was that you did that for me."
3: What year he was there in 04? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so this Yeah, because I heard like... obviously Coffin was a bear before I got there, <laughs> <laughs> like, like a big grizzly bear. I mean, people hate people naturally hated playing for him. Of course, I don't have any of those experiences because I didn't get there until seven. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, what? and I guess he, he mellowed out after a while, I guess.
3: Yeah. Well, he had to.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, all right. So let's 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 talk some Giants, man, because we we already know how awesome you are and all the great things you did and big flashy rings and trophies behind you. I want I want your expertise on what you're seeing. You know, the Giants are two in the oh. Uh that's halfway to what they were last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like, what's your before we like dig down and get into the weeds? What's your
3: overarching feel about the Giants being two and Surprised or no big deal? Um, you know, I wish Tennessee would have kept that game more competitive last night. It would have made that Tennessee win feel a little better. But the Bills are the Bills. Um, I, I would say surprised. I didn't expect them to go to Tennessee and win. Carolina is not a very good football team with Baker Mayfield at quarterback um you know one and one you could think you know early um but yeah i'm surprised they're two and oh to be honest with you and um confidence is a dangerous thing in the nfl now they don't have any superstars on offense right outside of saquon barkley um they're doing they're moving the ball through the air with a bunch of you know number two maybe three and four (laughs) wide receivers maybe Maybe, Maybe. um and a rookie tight end that's going to develop over time i think the best version of Bellinger is going to come after midseason. I think that kid's going to be kind of like a – more like a Rudolph was in his prime, you know, not wow. not, a, not a blazer, good blocker, but can make plays in the red zone. I'll take um, that. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a really good football player, provided he stays healthy. And the offensive lines played okay. You know, they didn't have a great first half the other day. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just – as a Giants fan, as you guys know, you have to enjoy this 2-0 start. Yeah. I mean, I don't see them winning more than – eight games nine would be by the, the way end.
0: you realize but, that's like triple of what they did you know what i mean double what they did no, no, last no.
3: yeah but, yeah no it's it's a lot more than we've seen around here but the schedule is favorable
2: yeah to them especially the first then, 10 games there aside from green bay and uh Baltimore. yeah
3: and then you're kind of playing green bay in a neutral site um so don't want to get too far ahead of myself here tough game monday night obviously divisional game playing against a great defense but you know they're favored in that game. They're favored in two games in a row. That's yeah. That's rarefied air for the New York Football Giants, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but again, um, pleasantly surprised. But you know, Dable and, and and the guys have have done a good enough job with this team. They they would have lost you know both those games last year, no problem, right? They were yeah, just, they're just finding ways to. Win last year it was a different. Yeah, question. they they do just enough to win and they do just enough to lose. They did just enough to win both games. And so I think giants fans should be excited about that. This, this program is on the right trajectory.
0: Yeah. And it, and it's a different vibe uh, to the team. Like I think this was last year. They kind of probably would have been like, ah, that's all we got. We're done. You know, where, you know, you go for it on fourth down, you go for the two point conversion, like, there's a different vibe in the building, which is basically says to me, we're not afraid to lose. So we're going for it. And, and yeah. that's different than, you know, a, a coach that's fixated on special teams winning you the game or a suit wearing a suit that's too big or whatever it is, or the adult in the room with Shermer. Like there's no, there's no like um, there's no preconceived notion that these guys are going to be conservative. They're, they they want to win the right way. So they're not afraid to put the talent in the right spot. I I was impressed with, I thought, I thought, and by the way, kudos to you, by the way, uh, you and I were on a podcast, uh, Christmas. It must've been like November, December. I I can't remember exactly. You and I were on it together and everybody got asked, you know, who we wanted as GM and coach. And I, and I'm not blowing smoke. You were the only guy that said Kafka. Like no one knew Kafka at all on where he would project. I thought Kafka Kafka started off a little slow this past week, but I think he's great for the Giants. And kudos to you for even knowing that he was. Well, gonna... he's a
3: rookie too. Don't forget yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I mean, as players develop, coaches have to also. But man, he's got a great teacher in Brian Dable. Um, that's a pretty good teacher. I'd like to and, have. And, and and coming from Reed, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it. coming from the Chiefs. Yeah, Mahomes, Reed. Two great Brian Dable, and now he gets the reins, and you know, hopefully, in four or five years, he's a head coach because that means he done it. He did a hell of a job.
0: Yeah, I just remember you saying Kafka, and I was like, who?
3: <laughs> and you were like, oh no, you're like this kid's smart. Yeah, I mean, obviously, anyone from that that Chiefs tree is going to get opportunities. Any any successful football team, and he was just a name that stuck out because I remember he played quarterback. Well, he wasn't very good. Uh, he got into coaching uh quickly moved up the ladder and then obviously when you're around Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and they and you stick around i mean you're you're obviously doing something right
1: all right
0: let's let's ask some hard i got to ask and, and you guys jump in here cuz <clears throat> we've been we've been battling over this one subject for for quite some time now
2: hard for about 10 minutes on the last episode right craig which one was that i know where you're what going is- all right, craig just go oh you
0: know Oh, uh yeah well you're talking about Jones, right? So <laughs> listen, we've we've gone it's like beating
3: a dead horse.
0: Yeah. Like we, yeah. we 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 ask I ask anybody to give me some kind of insight. Or, Orlovsky, you, you know, Warner. Like no Warner it's did. like it's like a black hole though. Like it, like we just can't quite you still can't figure that, out what that's it is. why
3: uh, I know what you're gonna ask. That's why this year. I've taken the approach of just enjoy it for what it is. He's either going to make it or he's not. I don't. We can't guess or project. No one knows. No one knows what's going to happen with this guy. That's right. Um, he's currently I mean, he sitting. Gritty,
1: it, he made gritty plays this
3: week, but he missed a ton of open stuff. Uh, I mean, I don't think I don't think he missed a ton of open stuff. But I mean, he listen. he's he has not been great. We know that he was really good his rookie year he's had two terrible situations cards stacked against him i'm taking the approach this year it is what it is if they sign him to a long-term deal great that means he played well if they don't then we'll draft somebody um but he's playing well enough to win um it's funny giants fans always want to think about like why can't we ever just enjoy that he's 2-0 and like, right. have to we have yeah. to try and figure out who he is or what he is no one fucking knows what he is yeah, oh, Twitter I really They don't. think they do. I mean, on Joe Twitter Shane's down in Florida do. looking at that quarterback in Florida that had a really good first game, and he has sucked ever since. Uh, Richardson, hey. Richardson, Richardson, Richardson? Richardson, yep. Yeah. Anthony Richardson. He sucked. The kid from Kentucky's the real deal. Like, he's Levis, my favorite Levis. quarterback.
2: Me and Truth are talking about that on our draft show. We were um, saying he's
3: like, Love him. But they're just doing their due diligence as executives of a franchise that know they have a quarterback decision to make. That doesn't mean Daniel Jones is not included in that conversation. The sure. Giants would absolutely love to write him a massive check
2: at the end of the season. I guess the concern is with a lot of fans is that, you know, if he does kind of have its – like, whatever that threshold is, it's good enough to get re-signed. You know, you hope that he brings that every year consistently after that. You know, and obviously it's like the alternatives we could always get another – we can get a draft bus too, right? So it, it's, it's a hot topic issue when you don't have, for sure, for franchise quarterback. Yeah. I mean, you'd like to go to bed with somebody you know. <laughs>
3: um you know <laughs> not. Not, not all the time but yeah uh, uh, <laughs> I suppose yeah show, different show wrong show um yeah I I just think that you know he let's see what he does in the next 15 games um because he's doing again guys he's doing this with no number one or number two receiver I that's think that so, has well, to get some extra points you know he's, he's that's gritty. why I was that's gritty that that's why
0: i was asking you because one i think giants fans forgot how to be happy like it's been 10 yeah. years right i mean i don't know about you but it, whether it's a job a marriage your best friend if you go 10 years with getting punched in the face you kind of forget <laughs> what it is not to get punched in the face no question so so this this uh this build is not like well we were bad last year and i'm pissed like It's 10 years. I think for one, people forget how to be happy and and celebrate or, 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 you know, wrap their arms around what's happening. And then the second thing is what you just said, like he's, you don't want to make excuses for him, but there's a lot of legit
1: holes that
3: that he can't overcome. A lot. I mean, just think if that was someone you loved or your brother or a sibling or somebody you guys cared about, right? And like, he has been dealt a shit hand. No yep. question. Absolute yep. shit hand, shit coaches. I mean, Joe judge was atrocious. He was the best salesman in the history of pro football. He had me lured in.
1: Yep. I was in, I was
3: all in on Joe judge. Yep. Um, but then I, having private conversations with people that were on that staff, they said it was an absolute shit show there. Oh, I really? mean, they knew they sucked. They knew they had no shot. Um, one coach told me that um, who was the kid from Georgia that started the last two games?
1: From oh, oh From
3: oh my God Jake From he he said he had never seen a worse practice in the history of pro football than those two weeks Jake From was a quarterback <laughs> offensively never saw <laughs> balls come out of a quarterback's hand like that in the history and this coach has been around a long time. Um, I mean, that says a lot about what was going on there, man. Four of the five starting linemen in that game and through week one were not in the NFL. I mean, Billy Price just signed with the Raiders after week one. But that four of those five linemen outside of Andrew Thomas weren't even in the NFL. Eli Penny's not in the NFL. I could go down the list on that roster of players who are not
2: currently playing in the National Football League. That so, was the worst offense I probably had ever seen the last four weeks of Giants football there. The exact opposite of the current four game. weeks, more than that. <laughs> yeah, it was. And it's almost like we, you know, we have fun with Jason Garrett,
3: right? I love posting memes and the clapper, and, but man, <laughs> we, he might've done a job that was beyond anything he's ever done in his life just to make it. Cause they did keep it competitive in some games. I don't know how the hell they did yeah. it. Patrick Graham. And, you know, was a good coach, but, uh, It's just, yeah. To your
2: point, it's been a bad, bad, bad run. And they actually had some nice wins last year. Oakland, Philly, like there were there were actually couples like you actually beat those teams. But you know, then yeah, the the wheels fell. And then the year before,
3: you know, they kind of lucked into that six win six win season when Joe Judge was the darling. You know, we almost make the playoffs. He calls out the Philly coach. Was it Peterson for tanking, putting in Sudfeld or whatever the hell his name is? Um, So. Yeah, man, it was. It's just been bad. It's just been really bad. Um, this feels different. This, um, and I think most of Giants Nation wants Joe or uh, Daniel Jones to work out, but I bet it's 50-50. I don't know. I don't live in New York, so you guys know better than I do. Well,
2: um, they don't want. Twitter, to do
3: Twitter hates him. That's fine. Yeah,
2: Twitter. Yeah, Twitter hates,
0: Twitter hates him. That's okay. It's just like they, they find English. anything, anything. Man, they find anything. He made on some
3: him. big time throws on Sunday. I, it's. Maybe it's because I played, on. man. That there just some. The pockets weren't clean. A lot of guy. I don't know.
2: Baker may
1: feel I
3: always thought he had the,
2: like, <laughs> an issue, but he did, yeah. and the accuracy too. Like he has those two components. That was I never thought that was his problem. miss is high, right? That's the problem.
3: His miss is high. If you ever see Daniel miss, it's typically high because he doesn't set his feet and he's a little jittery. And goddamn, can you blame him? I mean, he's no. been hitting the teeth for the last four seasons, three seasons. And he's a little jitter, but man, when he settles down and competes and just plays like he, like he did in the fourth quarter against Tennessee and the fourth quarter against Carolina, where he, I almost feel like he forgets, and he just becomes a quarterback and an athlete. He plays pretty well, right? Well, when he's cool. in this hurry up,
2: yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. But but again, they're always looking to upgrade the quarterback position. So that's,
2: they, you they
3: know, twist. they bake
0: them on. They 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 again. Again, it's nitpicking to some degree. I'm not saying I'm a subscriber. That's, that's
3: why we all have mics. We can do that. Yeah.
0: Right. But they'll, but they, when you break <laughs> it that and, and I always say he missed a bunch of stuff because they'll break down these. And, and I got to say, there's a, some accuracy to the point is that he doesn't look off enough. He's constantly missing a wide open receiver. Now, he makes up for it with a gritty run and a first down and a dive, and he, and he makes a play. So you love that part. But then when you actually pull the frame out, you'll just see he's looking at one receiver the entire time and you're missing an open Shepard or an open Tony. And you're just saying like, I can't figure out at this stage why he just can't look off. It's like almost like he's got no internal clock, you know, that says I should, I, I need to look off. I need to look off. And, and I don't want to be that guy to kill him for stuff because, again, he will pull the ball down. And make a great first down run, right? But there are some some like almost pitch and catch plays that he just misses.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, listen, it, it, there's no question the Tennessee throw in the in the red zone was terrible to to Saquon. That's a yeah. bad pick. Um, the throw the other day right before halftime should have been a pick six, right? Yes. So yeah. When it came out of the, he makes some bad choices. Um, and quarterbacks, defenses can make you look stupid. They make Tom Brady look stupid sometimes. Um, he's not a finished product, but he's also in what, what is his third or fourth offense in four years? I mean, yeah. third. Yeah. That's tough, Greg. That's it. I don't know how to tell you that. That's tough, man. He hasn't been in this thing for, you know, three, four years and knows every little wrinkle and nuance of it. Like a Josh Allen does now look at Josh Allen. Now, Daniel Jones will never be a Josh Allen, but I feel like there's even added more added pressure because everyone wants to compare Josh Allen or yeah. Daniel? Josh Allen, because of the the Buffalo relationship and the size, and they they both run well. Um, Josh Allen is an elite athlete. If you watch him run in open space, he doesn't look like Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones can run straight line, but he's not super wiggly. You know, he doesn't. He's not going to shake you or. have to get out of the that's way. A great way to describe it. He's not wiggly because it's true. He's not. He's not he like the, the run Josh Allen had last night early, where he just kind of hurdled that DB to get the first down. He put his arm down, ten yard run. Daniel Jones would break into eighteen hundred pieces if he did that. How about so, the stiff arm
1: in game one that he gave that cornerback? Uh, Josh, Josh Allen.
3: Yeah. I, yeah, I don't
0: know.
1: Jones might be able to do something
0: like that. His I've never seen him give day. a stiff arm. I don't
3: want him to do anything <laughs> except hold on to the fucking football.
1: If he's bit, he I can, just, can just run. to.
3: I would yeah. like to him run like this with the football. <laughs> yeah. Or, just, velcro, or, or Velcro it to his jersey. So he is developing. I, I think Dable's the right guy for him. Listen, and I think they'll know the Giants organization, Joe Shane and Brian Dable will say, look, if in Kafka, if, they'll know who he is by the end of the year.
0: Yeah.
3: <coughs> then let's, let's
0: parlay that into like what the biggest issue right now is. We've got, and Spartan, you could you could jump in here because I know you know we talked about it. I asked you to write an article about it this week. Yeah. Um, and I'll and I'll hand it over to you to, to dig into it. But like we cannot, I mean, we're talking giants, right? So you know, we gotta call somebody's baby ugly. And the wide receiver position is a ugly baby. I mean, it just has been it is in a bad shape, it's overpaid, it underperforms. And what do you do? How do you win games? When well, I, got- I guess
2: let's, let's say this, Craig. It's it's more like look, we go into the season. It's April. We're expecting that our starting receivers are undoubtedly Kenny G and uh, Kadarius Tony. And now all of a sudden, you know, it's it's not really the case. They're getting as much playing time as guys that are undrafted free agents. You know, I I, I don't really want to speculate too much as to what's going on there. But like, wh- how does that how does that happen? I guess.
3: Man, I. I don't have a clue. We've talked about it on my show. Um, Paul Schwartz is in that locker room, right? Um, I keep going back to the procedure that Kenny Galladay had, maybe in April, that was mentioned in training camp. Still, I don't think anyone's publicly said what it was. Like, what did he have? A knee scope? Did he have a hip scope? Did he have a? No. He had a procedure. Remember, Joe Shane mentioned it in September that he had something done in April. Um, so I don't know. I, He's obviously disgruntled, right? He's not happy. Um, Kadarius Tony, that that is that for me is a performance practice based and probably not knowing what to do situation in that offense, untrustworthy to some extent. Um, but I still think you should have a package for him until he gets up to speed on the playbook. Like you got to have, he's got to play thirty plays a game. I don't know. Ten targets. Least, yeah. know, I, I would, know the I'm, I'm sick of the you know the the horizontal stuff. KT needs to get going vertical. I, I think he. I wouldn't mind seeing him outside. You know, I, I know he's not the biggest guy in the world, but I'd take him over Sills, and I like Sills. Sills has a role on this team. I love Richie James. He's just came out of nowhere. Kind of a gritty slot guy, returner. Um, got a yeah, they're getting by. Wondell Robinson, I was excited about. Hopefully, he'll come back here in a couple weeks. And of course, you know the old Wiley vet. He keeps showing up, Sterling Shepherd. Um, So they're making, you know, they're making they're making it work. But it's it's certainly a a weak spot.
0: Seventy four million dollars, and the cat doesn't get doesn't catch a ball last year. No touchdowns. I mean, like like he's the worst contract gentleman ever rolled out.
3: Yeah, and there's some bad ones, right? You got the solder one. You've got the the running back from the Panthers. I can't think of his name. Jonathan Stewart. Yeah. And that wasn't a ton of money, but it was just a waste of money, whatever the hell the number was. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Listen, they're, they're in cap hell. They know, they know next year is a a new year. Listen, Kenny Galladay is not going to be on this football team next year. So whatever happens happens. Um, It'd be great if he gave us 600 yards and three touchdowns, but I don't know. (laughs) I, I mean that's sad to say for a guy making whatever is what's his cap hit this year 20 uh 18 is it 18 million, Craig? pretty good yeah
0: uh yeah 189 maybe it maybe it was I I, I I don't i can look it up but i'm taking yeah, a step so, further yeah. taking a step further it's a lot
2: yeah it's a sure, lot it's I, a I, lot yeah. it that
0: much. But, but what bothers me uh lt about it is that he's he's like he's known from day one as a 50 50 guy. So if you throw 10 balls at him, he'll catch five. But we don't throw balls at him at all. He's like, he is supposed to be the 50-50 guy. I got people telling me, oh, we don't throw back shoulder fades. We don't do this. We don't do that. Like, there's got to be something more. And I'm not trying to like, you know, create something that's not there. I'm just saying that if he's a 50-50 guy and he should be able to catch five out of 10 balls, we're not throwing at him. We're not putting him in a a, a position to win or be successful. There's got to be more than just packages it's got to be like like you said about Tony maybe it's the playbook maybe he's not working hard I don't know he it. I mean everything you see in the offseason Spartan how many photos did we see in the offseason of Kenny Galladay and Jones hanging out at a basketball game throwing on at the field weren't they not together all the time in the offseason
2: I don't recall you don't <laughs>
1: No, I have go. no idea. I, I, didn't, hey, really, I didn't. There's make your, your exclusive. Yeah, exactly. exclusive. Yeah, there was. <laughs> I, 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 there's
0: always tons of tons of media around. I'll get my uh, I'll get my page <laughs>
3: six spies on it from the post. Maybe they know. <laughs> there
0: you go. All those those posts. Uh, those uh, I don't think those guys.
3: Listen, we'll ultimately find out why. It may be too late. It may be the end of the year. Maybe in the middle of the year, and maybe there's a trade partner. Maybe someone needs a big body. There's a receiver injury somewhere. It's a big number to take on. Maybe the Giants eat a little bit. And just to get him on his way because he truly is handicapping this team. Um, you know, I was really looking forward to um, the young kid Johnson uh, from the preseason. Okay. Uh, Colin, yeah. Uh, yeah, making this team. That kid was destined, and I'm not kidding you. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that kid in person. He is a unit. He is about six five, about <laughs> 220 pounds. He is a. I mean, he was on pace. He was. I almost pictured this whole Victor Cruz thing all over again. Oh, he was yeah. that kind of player. But, uh, was, but much bigger.
2: Such a good preseason. But
3: huge. And, and he was going to be your number one, whether you liked it or not. Like, he was going to be your number one receiver coming out of training camp.
2: Yeah, we um, weren't going to call
3: him that, but he would be. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw him, because I stood next to him when they played at Arrowhead last year, Monday Night Football. Me and my boys went to the game, stood on the field, watched pregame warm-ups. And he is a big, big man. He was on special teams last year. He didn't get a lot of footballs. Um, but – Man, I was excited about him. I was really excited about him because, in the course, he gets the Achilles. But I think that was their plan. I really think, you know, they knew Galladay was going to be whatever they're calling him now. Um, but it's a shame. It's a shame. But you just got to go play with the guys who want to play. And uh, David Sills is not Galladay, but David Sills is obviously better than Galladay is right now because he gets to play. And I'll, I, I'll trust Brian Dable on that any day of the week. And I think uh, Richie Richie James
0: is playing way above his pay grade. I mean, yeah. the kids, the kid's balling. Like I was, I wanted him. He had. I went to camp one day, uh, Lawrence, with a buddy of mine. And I never go to camp. I've just seen a million times. But he's like, "Come on, go to camp with me." I went to camp. I watched
3: Richie James drop six balls.
2: I oh, was well. like,
0: I was like, Whoa, What's up with this guy?
3: <laughs> you know, what I mean, like. You know, let's say guys have shitty practices and shitty games. That's just yeah. reality of football. And then
0: like, you know, but then the lights turn on and the cats catching everything. And all of a sudden, yeah, I'm him and him out.
3: and Jihad Ward have been great under the radar pickups. Oh so yeah, boy. Most people
1: don't to watch. He does. He's, he's still the edge. That guy, man.
3: Well, then you add it, you know, when you get Aziz and cave back, I mean, that's, that's legit depth, like true depth where you can rotate guys. Yep. Uh, you know, because you watch Dallas. I watched the film the last couple of days. I mean, Micah Parsons is not in there on every snap. You know, they've got um, DeMarcus Lawrence and some other guys that can rush the passer, but he gets a breather. But they have three guys legitimately, shit, four if you count X-Man. Yeah. Um, he's playing yeah, he, great, too. Those two guys have held more. it down. They really have held it down well um, with with Aziz and Kavon out. So that's exciting to see.
0: Yeah. And, if, and, and, you know, kind of transitioning the defense, you know, you mentioned uh, Zemanis. I mean, for whatever reason, like as we've all been down on him because he has not been, you know, it's the first player ever drafted at Old Dominion. We were all excited. We wanted to do well. And he just has had a slew of injuries and we kind of, most fans, and I don't blame them. We're kind of like, ah, you know, let's move on. They saw Wait. something in him. Yeah. Right. Truth. We've been I- talking about it for a while. We've all been like, Hey, we're sure he's a good guy to have a beer with him, but like he just can't stay healthy on the field, right?
3: Is this his fourth season? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's just been wild. It's hard to gauge a player's worth in terms of what they've all been going through with these coaching staffs. It's just a bunch of mental gymnastics. Like, you know, it's it's why maybe Aziz is flourishing. He's got the right coach. He's got the right people. I mean, there's a lot of guys, a lot of players come in this league. They're just in the wrong system. They're just, you know, and then they go somewhere else and play well. And you look across the NFL, I mean, there's a lot of our guys. You know, Evan Ingram, he's not doing anything crazy, but he's he's doing okay down there. I think he's got 11 catches in two games. Way too much money for the Giants to pay for him, to keep him. Mm-hmm. But um, And there's guys sprinkled all over the league that were on this roster at some point during the last four years doing probably pretty well.
2: I don't think you know? James or the defensive coordinator uh, under Shermer, was doing any defensive players any favor. <laughs>
3: Right. That was a guy yeah. from Arizona, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they brought a lot of his guys with him that really didn't do well. Yes. So the yeah, is- really atrocious.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, but you, you got to be excited. Giants have to be excited about the development of Andrew Thomas.
2: Um, wow. This Evan Neal kid. Good God. Um, Looks good know, know, on, the two on two games. The interior offensive line, then on the exterior offensive line. So I'm happy we have good, solid tackles. You know? Ends, yeah, yeah, both sides of the ball. And then yeah. – you know, Julian Love's
3: a fantastic player. He seems like a 10-, 12 year player for the Giants, just kind of fits and does everything right. Not a superstar, but is not gonna you know, he's always gonna do the right thing. And I like this team. I, I like it I like the corners. I like some of the you know, I love I'm a big Darnay Holmes fan. I, I some people oh. I he's a dog. <laughs> like that dude is a dog. I like him. I like him a lot. He's competitive and he competes yes, and he plays a tough. He's had a hard soccer. time. To- the slot is tough Ben. the slot is tough he had great coverage on that kid whatever is it the kid from uh, Tennessee that got the big chunk play late in the fourth that's great coverage it's a great throw but I like Darnay Holmes man he's competitive I I thought I liked him you know I liked him
0: at UCLA he he played well his rookie year he got hurt he came back I was always a big fan and then I kept saying to myself I think Darnay Holmes must have money on the game (laughs)
1: He,
0: he, oh, was, really? he, yeah, because he was. He I mean, you don't, see, uh, you don't see it on camera, you know, but you're at the stadium, you know. He's holding that guy, got like just like literally like two minutes left, and you got like he's just holding this guy like crazy, and then he misses that tackle right through the middle of the field, and I'm like, I'm like, oh come on, Holmes, what are you doing? You're killing me. You I mean, talking about Oval- the
3: Carolina game?
0: Uh, the Tennessee game. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did not have a great Tennessee game, but yes, he is scrappy he's and I okay. like him and he fits. And on the other side of it is that we have so many slot. I mean, they're playing flat on the outside, which didn't, isn't, I don't know if it's going to work
3: or not. Jed, he needs to get in the way room. He's going to get hurt. He needs a stake.
1: Yeah, he's You're talking about Cornell Flock. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, Cordell
0: flat, Yeah, because they had him this weekend with Darnay playing inside. And I like Darnay. He just he had a rough game against Tennessee. Um, you know, they got him uh uh darnay playing inside and they brought flot in when they go to you know, nickel, even dime, because they ran some dime this weekend. You know, they had uh flot on the outside, and I don't love flot on the outside, but he's he's just too thin to actually take on a tackle. Like yeah, you gotta keep tackle. him
3: away from the line of scrimmage. He's gonna get rolled up on snapped in two. <laughs> he needs to yeah. he needs to stay out on the on the on the boundary. So tell and me about to, the, to,
0: right, tell right, me right. your thought on uh Spartan, old, Spartan's rough on me. Anytime I, I like somebody and they go away, uh, and then I want to cry and they make fun of me. Uh, what What's your thought? And I know you guys were talking about because I caught some of it. Uh, what's your thought on Blake Martinez? I know it's water under the bridge. He's uh, I guess he's in you know down there in Baltimore scheme looking for a gig. What's your thought on um, him getting let go? Scheme fit. No yeah. big
3: deal. No hard yeah. feelings. It's a scheme fit. He didn't fit this defense and that's okay it doesn't mean he's not a great football player and won't play another five or six seasons um we talk about it all the time he's, he just wasn't a good scheme fit um for this wink martindale defense so that's just that's just the business part of it i'll,
2: I'll tell you what i am very pleasantly surprised And we lost bradbury and we and the giants lost martinez and here the giants defense is i, I thought they would be bottom three in the league they have played Pretty damn good football. I, I really can't complain about the defense too much. They're playing outstanding compared to what I think the talent level is.
3: Yeah, and, and Bradbury wasn't a scheme fit, to be quite honest. He's an off-corner. He can't play man. He's too slow. Um, he's great off the ball. Uh, he's a big guy. Uh, but as you know, he got ran by a bunch last year on go-routes and things like that. And Adoree Jackson loves playing man. Yeah, he can That's still his deal. He can still run. And Robinson – is getting better there. But the thing I appreciate about both those guys, Robinson and and Adori, is how they support the run game. You don't find a lot of corners, especially in that Tennessee game, that will come up there and fill it up. And both those guys played incredibly well in Tennessee, and they're both willing tacklers in the run game. That's not always the case with corners, as you guys probably already know. So yeah. I like A-Rob. Um, yeah, I think they're going to be fine out there. He needs to keep getting better in coverage, but I have no doubt he will.
0: I, I was surprised that, and
3: we don't have to drone on about, about the
0: Blake thing because they drafted McFadden and he's like the clone of Blake Martinez. So to me, it's like, it's Blake Blaney, If Blake's not a fit, then why'd they draft McFadden? He's literally a carbon copy of, in my estimation, he's a carbon copy of Blake. But even so, we're hurting for linebackers. The Giants signed, uh, uh, uh
3: Jalen Smith, uh,
0: signed Jalen Smith today. Again, like, how does this guy uh, never have a job, and then the Giants always sign him the week before Dallas? Like he, like it's almost like he says, he says, just I'll, I'll wait until the to the Dallas game. Like how he's is giving away all the Dan,
3: Dan Quinn secrets. I guess I don't know. <laughs> that's it. And he and he played. He actually played pretty well for us down the stretch last he
0: year. He did. That, that's why I don't get. What, yeah, and you I wonder
3: play. why it took so long to bring him back.
0: That's my point. How does this guy never have a job? Well, naturally,
3: yeah, and I I don't know that he even went to camp with anybody. So. He's had a hell of a good summer. Um, I mean, not having to go to camp and then just coming in into a roster. So we'll see if they activate him. Um, I don't know if Tate Crowder's something's going on there. I don't know. Well, Crowder's we we, we
0: Crowder's a great locker room guy, and he can live off that hit off of uh, what do you call it for the yeah Henry his that's career. his career hit right there yeah because he's a tweener. He's a tweener. He's not, he's not a, a downhill thumper, you know, um, he's not much of a tackler. So that hit against um, Henry, he can live the rest of his career on, on that hit. So I thought, you know, they would have, they would have elevated McFadden. I thought they would bringing in Smith um, more of an off ball backer, but
3: I, McFadden is still young though. I mean, it, you don't just plug in linebackers and I, I would suspect this wink Martindale defense is pretty complicated. Um, you know, who's blitzing, who's not, shifts, you know, does it switch the side of the blitz just because a guy goes in motion? There's a lot going on with his his defense. So you can see McFadden. I mean, some of these guys will slowly sprinkle them in. The worst thing you want to do is put a player in when they're not ready and they lose confidence. Um, That's the worst thing you can do, to be honest, because even though you think he might be ready, you can't let a kid. once your confidence is gone in this league, you're screwed. That's the number one thing. That's all you got, and that's what – that's what I think they're massaging a little bit with Daniel is his confidence is shot it has been and rightfully so he's played in some really bad teams with some bad players but he's slowly getting a little bit more confident a little more confident and hopefully he can keep playing at a decent level because uh you know I, I think it'll be good to see what he is at the end of the year
1: Lawrence, do you think uh, you think they're holding the playbook back on him right now? Is that what I just took that from you with him? They're like baby the feeding. The
3: Yeah, I don't think they're doing it on purpose. I think just the personnel is is basically making right because if you think about it from a defensive perspective, the only thing they say um, Tuesday, Wednesday's first practice, first meeting is we got to stop on the we got to stop number twenty six. They don't say we got to stop ten. They don't say we got to stop three or. 13 or you know i mean they're not yeah. saying david Sills is a guy we have to no. stop this week um it's about Barkley. It's all, it's all about saquon and so i think they're just limited in terms of what they want to do offensively because of personnel i think they keep adding pieces to bellinger's plate right the more he can do you get a little bit of a dawson knox feel there right a little yep. bit um because i don't think knox was a big high draft pick either He's no, just kind he- of turn Turned himself into a really good player.
0: In fact, we—I've uh, said this on numerous occasions. These guys know, like tight ends, like my jam. Like I'm always about the tight ends. I grew up watching tight ends. Like it's just something I—I've always get into. And uh you know, Knox never had a—never had a touchdown in college. Never scored a touchdown his entire college career. Wow. And you're—and all of a sudden, like you know, he's a later round draft pick. The kid had—he's yeah, like season.
3: Bellinger. I mean, what was Bellinger fourth? Yeah, fourth round pick. Yeah. We, yeah. And, and he's starting. That's not common for a fourth no, round pick and, to start. In fact, in Lawrence, uh, we, it's a
0: feather in our cap. I mean, uh, uh, or I'll, I'll pat myself on the back here because no one else will. Um, we uh, we interviewed Bellinger the night before he left for camp. Oh, wow. I, I can't even tell you how it happened. We just happened to hit it on Twitter. We laughed about something. I can't even tell you. It was something stupid. You know what I mean? And then like, I was like, Hey, I'm like, you know, we interview players love to have you on. And he was like, yeah. He's like, I'm coming to New York tomorrow. Why not? So we interviewed him and he hung out with us for an hour. Let me tell you, he's a cool cat and I won't drone on about it, but uh, Mike and Spartan are both backed me up on this. He's, his grandfather. Okay. Was, um, uh, one of the first planes deployed, uh, in world war two, like, and his great-great-grandfather was in, like, the Civil War. Like, his entire history revolves around war heroes. And um, he's got New York ties, but they went out west, I guess because of there was a, a military tie or something, I forget. And then, then, then Daniel went to play out there. Just a really cool story, cool family, um, really good guy. And he was basically saying, hey, I'll do whatever – They want me to do, but I'd love to show them that I can catch the ball too. And it it reminds me of a system that, you know, doesn't throw a lot of balls in a tight end.
3: He's a big, strong kid. Yeah. He's going to be good. I think he is going to be a good player provided he stays healthy. So to answer your question, I just think it's personnel related. I just don't think they have the horses yet um, to attack defenses the way they want to attack them.
0: Okay. Kafka too is a pretty smart guy, Mike. Uh, Truth. Think about how what kind of relationship uh, Mahomes, Kafka, and Kelsey probably had. All the stuff that they were putting in, he's probably just not ready to roll that out. Yeah, you know, with Jones, Bellinger, and
1: you know, Uh he's
3: probably not there yet.
1: Yeah, I just like to see him go more vertical. That's that's all. Yeah, I
3: just you would, but I mean, who's creating the separation on a vertical route other than a blown coverage with Sterling Shepard? Right? It's like
1: you were hoping way he got.
3: Sorry, Yeah, yeah hope you would hope. Hydrate. I mean, but you, when you don't play, it's hard to, you know, go vertical. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I mean, I you can you just,
2: side lines, right? You can, you can walk vertically on the sidelines. But yeah. <laughs> if you watch
3: a lot of – what's cool, though, and if you watch a lot of what they do, like especially uh in the red zone, those turnovers, which obviously we should have got a touchdown out of one of those two turnovers, but we didn't. Yeah. There's a lot of – um if you watch the film, there's a lot of stuff they're going to do off of those plays, which I think is so cool. Like, I know a couple of those plays didn't work out, but there's so many more things they're going to do off of those plays and those looks and those motions. Um, because if you look where Daniel kind of ran that, um, even Saquon, when he ran that, like, sweep, you know, he took the snap and went directly left and yep. we got – and then Daniel did the same thing. There's a lot of stuff off of that that you'll see if you watch the film further, like on the backside of it. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be because their red zone thing is they don't really have a big target, right? So they're going to have to trick you in the red zone. They're going to have to do a lot of misdirection, crossers, things like that.
0: I see them planting seeds too, because I was watching some of the all 22 stuff and I can see them, you know, you know, yeah, they're running in motion and then they're, they're not quite cracking down, but I see them running in Sterling, helping out inside, you know, the tackle, bringing in Sills, having him help out. And then the next thing you know, they do that so often. They plant that seed. And then the next thing you know, they're running vertical, you know, in between, you know, the, the tackle and the guard. And they're rolling out into the flat. Like, they seem, Kafka seems to be plant, planting seeds, getting the defense, their muscle memory to be like, okay, they're just coming into crackback. They're coming into, the, yeah. you know, the, the stock block. And next thing you know, the receiver's running free because he's planting those seeds, as you just mentioned. They're going to play off certain plays. You're basically looking at A, and then they're gonna get to B as they get, you know, yeah, later. That's
3: and that's that's what that's what Jason Garrett was not right. Like the, we didn't ever see it. It was the most basic, generic route tree. Right? We all watched the film. It was so generic. I never see anything like it in my life. Um, it was just so bad. Um, so this is cool. This is innovative offense. This is new, new age. Mike Kafka, Brian Abel.
2: You're hang up
0: on your up mom. Go
3: ahead, Greg. Yeah. No, I'm this saying. Like, <laughs> I'm actually. I have a home phone. Not very I many know, people have these anymore. <laughs>
0: I was saying, I heard the phone ring, and I'm like, "Oh my god, oh man, Lawrence just hung up on his mom."
3: <laughs> no, like my entire, yeah, everything, like security system, all that stuff. So someone's watching this now. They're just gonna cut my phone line. Um, <laughs> but everything, everything, just yeah. <laughs> I do you have want... cellular also. I have cellular, but I think I was. It's always good to have a landline.
0: Yeah, like, like yeah. he's he's like his his mind is thinking. he's Like, what should I not be saying right now?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, should we have to oh, worry about?
2: Go ahead, Spartan. I, uh, you were going to say something. My bad. You, you know, I I do like that. You know, watching this offense, like they're still trying to test things out. You know, I'm okay if they have a blown red zone offense. They're trying to get their groove. I understand that, but yeah, with Jason Garrett, I mean, it's like they they never tried anything new from week to week it was just stale static <laughs> lousy place yeah, so you know balls on third down I, I never understood it
3: yeah it was re- this is this is a breath of fresh air for everybody um you know it's it's Saquon's back right we haven't talked much about him but you know I I was very you critical of him. him yeah I was very critical of him and I and I thought it was right warranted I wasn't questioning if he was done, like, you know, some people have said he's done or he's lost a step. I, I questioned his want to, and I think, you know, I had, I was warranted in that because I think even he questioned his want to, he didn't say that word for word, but he was questioning, you know, his ability last year. And you could tell that, but after hearing what and who they played for and what was going on with that Joe judge regime, um, I'm sure a lot of people hated football playing under him. It's okay. it's nice to
2: see an energy back in the building because I can only imagine what it's like when you're playing for a team that's so bad for years. You're constantly losing.
3: And then you have a micromanager like him. Yeah. He just was on, you know, he – special teams, O-line, D-line, you know, fighting with that offensive line coach we had, whatever. Um, oh, yeah, Columbo, yeah, Columbo. Columbo. Columbo would have buried his face. Um, <laughs> absolutely would have beat his ass. Uh, and Joe Judge is not a small guy. I know that, but – Mark Colombo's 6'8. Um and oh, then he crap. brought in his buddy, brought in his buddy to co- coach the offensive line, and he was a complete asshole. Um, who's now down in Florida. So yeah, it was just a bad deal, man. They got fleeced, right? The Giants and Mara and Tish, they got fleeced. Um, but here we are. Everyone should be excited about Dable mean, and Shane. And-
2: We're What's up? Well, as you said, we look fleeced. Screw it. We're looking better is what I meant to say. I was just trying to be cool, and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work, Spartan.
1: <laughs> we got on, fleeced. We. Uh, now we face. Now we face Dallas, and hopefully we wait, can be free do Don't go Dallas. Yet.
0: I got one more thing. Don't go oh, Dallas. Okay. Yet. I got one okay. thing. We got to talk about like like his wheelhouse. What, what we, we got to talk oh, about? We got to talk about. No, dude, come on. We. we he's just really really good,
3: man. I mean, I. He's on. He's next level. Um. He's hitting the ball as well as I've ever seen him. I mean, he's a he's a five times better kicker now than he was in his first eight or nine years. Um,
0: Why is that and how does that happen?
3: Man, just the more and more you play, the more comfortable you get. He's got a good situation there. Um, that stadium is actually uh, a whole lot easier to kick in than the old MetLife. Um, it's kind of a kicker-punter. If you look at the kicking stats and the punting stats in that stadium, they're really good compared so, to,
2: compared to giant stadium
3: I think just compared to any stadium in the NFL um you I love kicking
2: 10 like did you notice that right away when you moved to a new the new stadium where you're like wait this feels a little bit easier
3: oh for sure yeah, yeah. the old Metlife was a gauntlet I mean kicking in that east end zone towards yeah, the city it, the swirling Ooh. of the wind and I mean, I saw I've seen David Akers come up short from 35 in pre-game warm-ups there it's crazy yeah um so yeah, it's a completely different animal. Um, but he's he's good, man. I mean, you run out of superlatives to you know, if you think about what he's done over the last three or four years here, it's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, he's just fun that to watch one too. star. What's that? And well,
0: he's you know what, truth, he's got a really good personality too. He has fun with the fans, you know. You see him on social media giving balls out to kids in the in the in the stadium, like Like he, he seems like he gets it. I'm not sure everybody gets it, but he's having fun. And that, that, that translates to the fans. So I'm, I'm like, you know, like I'm cool with it. Like, I'm glad he's basically you're going
3: to get a number nine jersey. That's what you're saying.
0: (laughs) Well, no, if I get a nine jersey, I got to put your name on a bag. Yeah.
3: I mean, he can, (laughs) he can have all the 50 yarders he wants. (laughs) <laughs> exactly That's you got to get these, <laughs> these <guys. Maybe.
0: laughs> Yeah. Well, i hope he's there i hope he's
3: long enough that he stays around to get one of those i mean hey if look kickers live for a while man hey, he could totally be here for a while yeah he's in wow. year 14 i think 15
1: wow he's been yeah, in the league
0: that, that long old. oh yeah wow well I mean, he was with carolina for a long time yeah
3: nine yeah. years you're right he started yeah. in washington Started in Washington, was there for two or three, then went to Carolina. Hell, he went to like, like the U some what XFL maybe, in between Washington and Carolina, and then wow,
1: see I didn't know that.
3: Parlayed that into an eight year career, at Carolina, and then
2: stuff happened.
0: How does that happen? I mean, the I
2: thought we're talking to a guy right now that played a little NFL Europe.
3: I played CFL, NFL Europe, And it's just right place, right time. He's got it. Listen, there's 32 people in the world to do what we do. 32 people in the world. So like, there's not a lot like, of vacancies every year.
0: Yeah. 52 mm. and 56. And that 56 probably could have been 58. I mean, it was like, it was, he, he hit that right on. And that was a, that was just, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I love these guys who just like, and he doesn't look, doesn't look like he gets rattled either. And, and he, uh,
3: no, he's a very, listen, It hit this state. You don't last 14 years if you get rattled. Yeah. So, He's, uh, he's a calm – you know, he's a great athlete. He was a – you know, our stories are crazy similar. He was born in Scotland, moved to America when he was 10, just like I did, to the same area, Pensacola, Florida. His dad was in the Navy. His mom was Scottish. It's the wildest story. Like, his high school is 12 miles from my high school.
2: That's insane. Are and you he's younger it? than
3: me, but we played. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, we got to be friends. I mean, he was playing in the NFC East when I was with the Giants. He was with Washington. Yeah, that's where he started his career. Nobody remembers him because they weren't very good, and he actually wasn't very good. Yeah. Um. So, but well, kicking fine. in Washington's a, a a tough. But our story, and then you got the Scottish hammer. So once you go Scottish, you never go back. Again. <laughs> you know, that's just I've,
0: I've never heard that one, but okay. that's
3: just what they the Giants. Once they went Scottish with me, they moved to Gano. I mean, they just never go back.
2: Sort of like he had oh, this big thing. Between that, probably I mean, uh, dealing with in the meantime a, pri- a prisoner or two. I, you know, yeah, I, I
3: think hear the bagpipes.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, go ahead, Truth. You got a Dallas question? Go
1: ahead. No, I'm saying now we face Dallas. We got a chance to go three 0 for the first time since 2008. Ooh. You know, it's this is going to be a very big and emotional game. Monday Night Football. This is prime time.
3: Whiteout. I heard there's a whiteout.
0: No, no, no,
3: and no. <laughs> Penn State whiteout. Brian Dable not, wants yep. people to wear white. All white. All white. And I guarantee you the Giants fans will adhere to that. Although I did see some fans on Twitter complaining already because they wear like, you know, their favorite blue jersey or. Hey, we're and that's big fine. Blue.
0: We're not Penn State. We're big blue. Yeah, yeah. But mean, the players,
3: the team is wearing all white. That throwback, whatever, that that color rush.
2: Craig, let me tell no you a mission state, the coolest experience, and I've I've dealt with this twice, is when they do speeding or they or they have everybody matching. It is a sick experience for the fans. The Giants have never I'm sure done. It's gonna be nuts.
3: So, more importantly, Dallas. Um watched them the last day and a half. They're good, man. I mean, defensively, they're really good. Uh Cooper Rush looks better than a typical backup. I mean, he yeah. moved the ball, moved the ball pretty well. The ginger. You know, I don't know if they're gonna get Gallup back. That would obviously help them. They said he might come back this week. Zeke is Zeke. You know, I don't know. Pollard. Tony Pollard scares me more than, than <laughs> Zeke. Uh, the tight end, I think, has an injury. Schultz, yeah, he's a good he's player. He's
0: questionable.
1: Um, did you kick in that stadium?
0: The,
3: the,
1: uh, Are you a Giants fan? What new, do you mean? Did I kick in
0: stadium? that stadium? Yeah, did you yeah kick I in that
3: scored the stadium? first points in that stadium, and I closed it down with a walk-off that night. <laughs> you remember i own that fucking stadium
2: look in your face when he asked that question yeah like like you dumb fucking own that stadium
3: did i kick in that stadium Softballs, softballs. no 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 you're um so they're tough defensively um with parsons and i mean you just gotta listen you better know where he's at every fucking play because he will wreck the game he basically wrecked the Bengals game wrecked it yeah they put him at the left they put him over the right tackle for most of the game, which was Lyle Collins, his former teammate. And then they put him over the left tackle at times. So he got a sack from the left side and the right side. Right, there. But he spent the majority of the game over the right tackle, Lyle Collins, because maybe they had some practice battles he knew, Lyle, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I would suspect he's going to be over Evan Neal. The way Andrew Thomas is playing right now, um, I would put him over Neal. Uh, so – i'd like to see us run at him you know he didn't do much in the run game he does chase things down from the backside, but when you run the football you got to run right at his ass Mm -hmm. and just blow him off the ball evan neal will blow him off the football
0: if he gets Um, his hands on him
3: yeah yeah that's 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 easier said than done but um he's a fantastic player i mean their secondary is good he makes everyone in the back end even better because but people are forgetting about demarcus lawrence he's a he's a top 15 pass rusher in the game he slowed down quite a bit with that back injury yeah um but they're good on defense man i just think you have to be careful don't turn the ball over defensively i think we'll beat their ass you know their offense right now is is not anything to worry about you start pressuring a young quarterback cooper Rush, who hasn't played a whole lot of football um Mm -hmm. but dallas gets a lot of their sacks with the four-man rush i think every sack they got Sunday was with a four-man rush. They don't blitz a lot. Somebody no, else, they're
0: they're uh they're fortunate to have those, I guess, DNs slash outside linebackers that can, you know, play get up, they can get up the field, and like you <clears> said, <throat> they'll chase it down from the backside too. I've seen Parsons come in from the right, chase it all the way down like like
3: again,
0: not calling him Lawrence Taylor, but you know, um, he has made a yeah, nap from behind, great right?
3: Pursuit. Yeah, yeah, he's a freak, man. He he is uh He's very good, for he sure. He has that
1: connection with Neal, right? There's a connection with those two guys because the Giants traded back, and that was the pick they got Neal with, that they traded back uh, with uh, Chicago. And they could have got Parsons if they didn't trade back. You mean Thomas? Uh, no. When they traded the back year before Chicago, the year before. yes. Oh, oh, oh. That pick yeah. they got for Neal, that was a Chicago pick. Got it. I was thinking – you- I was, thinking and I wanted was... Neil. I mean, I wanted Parsons, and you know, you know how I felt about that. But you know, well, yeah, he had playing. some red
3: flags. I, I, That's I, true. I was going to
1: say, I yeah, he had care. some red flags, <laughs> and care. he played
3: an entire um, year with a chip on. And his quite shoulder. frankly, I like for my defensive players to have lots of red flags. <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: Allegations, are not hurting, as
3: long as they're not hurting women and children. Yeah, I don't give a shit what they do.
0: If, if they show up with handcuffs, just have a hacksaw ready to go. Hey, sir, can you let them? That out was hazy,
1: right? Hand. That was hazy. was it? Am I right by saying that? What he I did like was for allocations my <laughs> to
3: have red flags. Yeah, I I'd so like so for my offensive lineman to be like Chris Knee, Boston College, t- you know, just that Smart. kind of deal. Andrew <laughs> Thomas, all these intelligent guys. Yes, but the defense, we got to let the boys eat over there. <laughs> yeah, the, those are different cats on that side of the ball. Yeah, what about yes. the kickers? What's the standard for the kickers? Kickers, though? man. Uh, Scottish, number one. Happily <laughs> Scottish. Um, long, Grew up snap. in the, pan, up in the panhandle, panhandle, Florida. Uh, long snappers. I like my Ivy League long snappers, Zach okay. Diossi, Brown University. Brown, University. Um, very smart, intelligent, strong, fast. Um, the kickers, yeah, you're a little fucked up in the head. That would be good. You got to be a little. Like,
2: especially was are the funniest people, right? I, mean, I don't like,
3: like yeah, yeah. Fun. I don't like super like, you know, like quiet kickers. Like even the guys, kids I work with. I just like to see them like talk shit <laughs> to me. Like no, I just like. I... Yeah, I just, I want them to like talk shit back to me. Like if I'm talking shit to them. Because I want to see there's something there. Like don't get, you know, because people are going to talk shit to you. You're going to be a kicker. I still hear shit from adults that I was just a kicker.
2: I want, to, I want to see a little crazy smile when they're winding up to take a kick and the, the, the other coach just froze the clock. I want to see, like, a little crazy smile there, you know? A little bit of a – shit doesn't work.
1: Hey, Lawrence. What? Hey, Lawrence. Can you count on your fingers how many tackles you made on, when you kicked the ball Ten. off? Ten. No. <laughs> do you know that for a fact? He knows. I knew it. Yeah. Any good ones? Any good decliners? Did you do any? Man, my best one was
3: against a kid. And if you guys are avid NFL fans, I was with the Chiefs, kicked off. Kevin Curtis, white guy, kick returner from Utah State maybe. Fast kid, played for the Rams. His name's Kevin Curtis. I believe he played for the Eagles too maybe. I remember him playing for the Rams. And uh, I kicked off. And this was my first two or three years, guys. I used to run down and cover like an idiot. And then someone was like, stop doing that. Yeah. Well, no, this is one of the hits that said, eh, I should probably stop doing that. Um, I hit him, tackled him maybe like the 18, 19-yard line. Like oh, was yeah. a big bounce return. <laughs> Smoke. Oh, I was flying. I ran a 4.62. I was like, When I, mean, I was a good athlete, 6.2, 200 pounds. I could run a little bit. So I used to run down there. And I hit this guy. And it was a good tackle. The boys are all <laughs> dapping me up. And I kind of walk over to the sideline. And I'm sitting there and. Coach Haslett is the coach of the Rams at that time. He goes, hey, Tynes, your sideline's over there, buddy. I was on the wrong fucking sideline. Oh, that's
1: hilarious.
2: And I don't
3: remember the whole second half, but I hit some beautiful field goals. If I could bottle <laughs> that and, like, kick – if I could kick with that head trauma for my whole career, I'd still be playing. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't have to remember all the no, bad no. Stuff. Well, yeah, there's no thoughts. There's no there's – just did not remember the second half when I had two field goals. Dude. They saw them on film, though. They look good.
2: Lawrence, <laughs> well, real quick. I know we're kind of at time. Um, I was talking to Craig earlier. I, I don't want to ask anything too redundant, especially, you know, you said how bored you get with these questions.
0: Tell, no, Lawrence tells good stories, though. Uh,
2: <laughs> the the question I want to ask is 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 this. Not about the kick itself, but, you know, there's six and a half billion people in the world know 07, right? The most dopamine <laughs> feeling you can get in the world, they say, is when you win the lottery. I disagree. I think it's the night that you kicked us to the Super Bowl. I want to know just what the next twenty-four to forty-eight hours was like after that game. You know, who you calling? You know, what 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 goes on through your head? You know, Ooh. maybe you had to go to practice by Tuesday. I'm not exactly sure, but that's what I always wanted to ask you.
3: No, so that is that's a good question. I've never had anyone ask me that way. Uh, so directly <laughs> after the game, right? Pandemonium. Um, I got my foot drained. So I, I've told this story a hundred times. My I had a I hit a kickoff in the first or second quarter up high on my foot and it hurt like, holy hell. Like I, I knew I busted everything inside I have really skinny feet. So um, hit a kickoff up high on my foot. No big deal. You keep playing. Well, at the end of the game, I, I take my socks off and my shoe off. The pressure of the socks and the shoe are keeping everything compact. As soon as I pulled my sock off my in between my ankle and my, let's call it my midfoot went Boom. Like the size of a baseball, like literally just whoop! instant scared the shit out of me. So I run in the training room like Ronnie, what the hell is this? Uh, And I knew what it was. I told him what happened. Uh, So naturally they were not going to let me fly home um, because of the worry about the pressure. And so we somehow figured out that it's okay to fly home, but I did have it drained when I got home immediately. Took out. Jeez, I don't know how many cc's of fluid, but really what just happened from it being so cold, I busted every blood vessel in my foot.
1: Jesus.
3: And so it just swelled up. And then I didn't kick another ball again until Thursday before the Super Bowl. So I literally took 10 wow. days off. Um, so I played the Super Bowl, it hurt like hell too. So, you know, I did that in the second quarter. So I kicked the whole game in Green Bay with it hurt, and then I played in the Super Bowl with it hurt, but I wasn't gonna miss the Super Bowl um can you imagine then having to
0: find a kicker to kick in the super
3: Bowl? no I, no I would've, you would have had to kill me you would have had to kill me to not play in that game sure. and then um i just took a tour shot killer you don't feel anything um so and then i obviously i did letterman in between that time period oh, yeah um cool. it was a wild 48 hours man Wild crazy. I did ride in the cockpit on the way home with the pilots. Nice. Um, I had the ball that I kicked. Uh pilots were trying to check out the ball. Is that ball behind
0: you somewhere in the case? Um,
3: yeah, I have the ball. It's not in my possession. I don't keep I don't keep a lot of stuff here. A lot of stuff's like in a bank, like in a safe, like a just because in case something, you know, you fire. I just I don't want to lose any of that stuff.
0: In case someone realizes that he's got a home line security system.
3: <laughs> yeah. And they just cut my line and they're Giants fans and they want to steal a football that's probably worth nothing. It's actually worth something to the right person, I'm sure.
0: Of course, right? It's uh market values uh depending on who needs it and who wants
2: it. it will look pretty yeah. good in my basement. Yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> so wait so you know, I'd sell it. Hell
3: Hakeem Nick sold his ring, I'd sell my ball.
2: Oh, that hurt me. I saw that.
3: Yeah. Did it though? I I more and more guys are I never wear it. Like,
1: I I, obviously I'm never
3: gonna sell it. Ever. Like,
1: Like why? Why?
0: Where would I wear it? Anywhere.
3: (laughs) I I know it sounds crazy, but it you just don't. Like, if that makes any sense. And and Hakeem doesn't need a ring to say he's a world champion. He doesn't. And so I was actually like some people think it's financial. Hakeem's doing just fine. Trust me. He is not hurting for money. This, that younger generation of kids and he, I will call him younger. They just don't value things, man. Some kids don't like, it's cool for me to have cause I have two boys. I want to give them to my, you know, one to each son.
1: Yeah, sure.
3: Um, and I think that's cool and it, it could become this heirloom of our family at some point, but uh, I don't mind guys selling rings. I really don't. Um, if you don't wear it, it's something you never wear. I can't tell you the last time I put mine on.
2: Lawrence, are your yeah. boys playing football right now?
3: No. No, they're they're sophomores. They don't play.
2: Got
0: gotcha. you. They no, they're, they're kickers, though, right? Well, they, kick
3: and punt, they kicked and punted from like 10 to freshman year and then both really good at it and uh, just don't play. <laughs> Maybe they'll play their junior year like I did. I played my junior and senior year. That was it.
2: But they were born in Kansas, and they weren't born in uh, in Scotland.
3: No, they're, yeah, they're uh, they're they're from Kansas, but they think they're New Jersey because <laughs> they lived in New Jersey, and they rock giant shit all the time. And
0: ah, um, that's so cool.
3: It's tough being in Kansas City, man. With with the the way this team has won in the last since we've moved here, it's been you know because the school they at school they can they go to an all boys Catholic school, but on where they have to wear like quarter zips, but on Fridays. You can wear red only if you're a chief. You can like it's stupid because I'm going to call the priest and say, "Well, can't they wear their giant shit without the shit in there? Like, can they wear their giant stuff?"
2: <laughs> all the like, from 2006. Get your get their dad's but, jersey, man. Yeah,
3: but you're, every kid there is allowed to wear chiefs gear, um, which doesn't We're seem right. Oh, it's
0: like, all boys. Okay,
3: all boys. Yeah. Um, so it's like, well, and they say no, you can't wear giant stuff. It has <laughs> to if it's chief stuff or nothing. So. Wait. They they know, yeah, they won't let them wear their giants stuff. It's weird.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Lawrence, I'll send you I'll send you red jerseys that the giants had. Let them wear red giants jerseys.
3: Oh, that's a good point. Maybe we need to <laughs> No one will no, ever no, know. No,
0: don't get me don't get me wrong. They're dude. not big
3: into the jerseys, though. They just like like hoodies and like quarter. They yeah. do have what's cool though is they wear giants, you know, they the Peter Millar quarter zips, or they'll wear giants quarter zips to school.
1: Yeah. Because they have to wear yeah, some
3: form of a quarter zip. So they get the, the nice ones with just a little NY right there. Let everybody know we're two and zero. Oh. But they were to their credit, they were wearing them when we sucked, which has been forever. So, yes, uh, I give them props. Yeah. True fans. I,
0: I'm, listen, they I are. know the red jerseys uh, were were not good luck. Yeah, I only
3: wore those one time.
2: Was
0: not a big it's fan.
2: It's the quarterback practice really, jersey, right? right, right red
3: Cowboys. the um, I played well. I had a good game, but I just, I just, it never took to me. I don't know.
0: Wait a minute! They could also wear your stuff. They could wear stuff with your name on the back or their name on the back. What am I talking about? Like,
3: like yeah, they're not—they're not like super big dad fans. I mean, they—they're more—they're more more like Daniel Jones, Saquon, KT. Okay.
0: What are they thinking? We we have two
3: KTs now, don't we? Yeah, we have two KTs. Dividuo. Oh
0: yeah, Uh, Kadarius. Who uh, is the real
3: KT? Is that going to be I a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whoever gets the most point. snaps.
2: Whoever gets so the wait, most snaps. How old are they?
0: They're 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 they're, 15. Freshman, sophomore? they're twins.
2: sophomores Oh, they're, they're sophomores.
0: sophomores. And uh, so they like so they so they like all the Giants guys. They watch them religiously on the weekends and stuff like oh, that. Oh,
3: we didn't go to a baseball game this weekend to watch the Giants.
0: Wow! So, I gotta tell you though, from the outside, it's pretty cool, man.
3: Yeah, did not It'll go to away. Team. Now it's now listen. It's fall ball.
1: It's yeah.
3: not super. We did our sixty games in June and July. Traveled all over the country. Uh, my sons. One of my sons plays baseball. He's a good player. Um, but yeah, he. We had a fall ball tournament. We played two on Saturday. The, the first game on Sunday was at ten thirty a.m. So that's Central Time. So we would have missed the first quarter at least. He's like, Dad, we're not missing the Giants game. I said, oh, now you're speaking my language. Fall <laughs> ball. I didn't
2: say you said you skipped the baseball game. I thought you meant the Royals game. I'm like, well, I know Royals game. No,
3: no, fall ball. Fall ball is just you if you want to work on a certain pitch or you're just working on shit, right? But it's yeah, it's competitive, but it's not like the summer. And so it's just more ex- it's extra reps because he's not playing no, football. I, I got so, it.
0: because yeah, we we get that same story where it's, it's but it's lacrosse in my family. Yeah. So, you know, it's fall so, across
3: chill. Yep. Super chill. And it's good because you can go work you're playing with kids. You don't really know a whole lot, but if you want extra reps, you're on the bomb or in the, in the batter's box. So, but he's a, yeah, he's diehard. He won't miss, will not miss again. That's all. That's so my, so my son's in eighth grade.
0: This is his first year playing tackle football. You know, he's out there slinging the rock playing QB outside linebacker, but he's, but like one, like, so I brought him to the game. He's if, we, if I bring him to the game, which I did on Sunday, he's all into it. But if he has to sit down and watch it with me, he's like he's like up and down, and then he's outside riding his bike, shooting baskets. Like if it's oh, on really? TV, yeah, if it's on TV, and I'm like, dude, you're you're playing now. Like, watch what goes on. Like, see, you know. Yeah, it's hard.
3: These <laughs> kids are they can't have no. We went to the we went to two games last year. Obviously, the Rams game where we got embarrassed. And then um, the Monday night game here against the Chiefs, that was electric. If you guys ever – you guys have to come to Arrowhead at night. It's the craziest stadium in the NFL. When did the Giants play the
2: Chiefs? Well, they played them
3: last year, remember, on Monday night. So we went to that. Oh, I remember Um, that one. Yeah, it was actually – And we played well. We played freaking well. If O'Shane stays on side, we win that game.
1: There's probably a lot of truth to that.
3: that No, there is a truth because we picked the ball off. Yeah, we, I remember we going. Up. To bed. The game is over. I remember going to bed, going,
0: "I hate that guy. <laughs> What's he? Oh, I can't believe he!" When I'm saying, "Yeah, they they no, could I have know. won that game." And it was a
3: little bit of a, it was I a don't good know. showing. I was proud of them. They played in a hostile, hostile, hostile environment. This place at night, man, is crazy. It's the greatest place to watch a football game.
2: What about going? I mean, I'm not that far away where I am, but I would have been. I mean, he's you know, in Chicago. Just,
3: uh, oh, yeah, nice. I mean,
2: it, it just would have sucked though if like I, me and my dad go out there and we just blow it.
3: Yeah, you know. they played fair – they played – I was – they didn't embarrass us, right? They, they had no. a good – they played tough, and they gave the Chiefs some fits.
0: What's your uh, – I'll leave you with this. What's your, uh, what's your overall thoughts, you know, moving forward? You said eight, nine games, right? You know, it would be the max. Um, yep. You know, how do, do they get they, – I'm assuming they're going to get there with, you know, stout defense. Um, but we're not talking about, like, playoffs or anything crazy – um, but you, you feel good about this team winning seven, eight games, right? Yeah. It, and,
3: you know, it wouldn't surprise me. Nothing would surprise me anymore if they did go to the playoffs. I mean, how we almost made it one year with six wins. This yeah. division's a whole lot better. I think Carson Wentz adds a dimension to the commanders that's different, right? He's swinging a ball all over the place. So the division's better. Philly's really good. I'll give them credit. Um, but the, the NFC East is the NFC East. You just never know. If they can keep developing and stay healthy, I think they're going to be fine. I'd say eight or nine wins uh, would be a solid year. It wouldn't surprise me if they won more. It wouldn't surprise me if they win less. But um, well, well, I Monday like night, it. I like where they're headed.
0: Monday night's big game, Ring of Honor, Rodney Hampton, O.J. Anderson, our, our good friend Leonard Marshall, Joe Morris, <clears throat> uh, yeah. you know, Jimmy Patton. Uh, and, There's a uh, lot of Barnes. people going in.
1: Ronnie, yeah, Ronnie, Barnes. Barnes.
0: Ronnie, Ronnie Barnes wrote all going in the ring of honor.
2: Yeah, is, with, people, we still got shirts, do we not?
0: That's true. We partnered with Leonard Marshall. We do have the oh, uh, you wearing your Spartan? Oh, look, there you go.
3: Oh, very cool. That's so, awesome. we
0: partnered with Leonard Marshall. If anybody out there watching the pod wants a shirt, you can still buy them through NY Giants Rush, but do it now because I'm, I'll run out of time to ship it to you if you're going to wear it to the game. So, definitely yeah. get on that, or I can bring it to the game. You can meet me in the parking lot. I can always give it to you there. Um, I'm assuming you're not coming in for that Ring Honor game, right? Uh, No. No, no, no. I know there'll be a lot of alumni rolling in, a lot of former players rolling in for that. It should be a pretty cool celebration Um, with six or seven guys getting in Probably going
3: to go, yeah, probably try and go to the London game. I'm still thinking about it. but Dude, that would be super. You know what?
0: I always wonder if I go to the London game if I actually watch the game. There's so many other things going on
3: you would it's just yeah you would it's um you know we played in that first one in 07 it's a weird deal it's gotten obviously better now but uh, is that miami football, yeah football over there is just weird because it's like 65,000 people and like you'll see every team represented you'll see every jersey uh, you'll see yeah. every helmet every hat it's just a odd deal but hey, it's
2: grown um, it's popular in london now i mean like people
3: are yeah munich munich you'll see some pretty rabid crowds like tampa they play the seahawks i believe what a flight for seattle to munich oh my
2: Whoa. god what's in munich it's not in london
3: no well that the giants game is but yeah the tampa game is in munich oh. they're playing in germany but wow. Seattle, they're playing seattle <laughs> seattle to munich you know the giants play at seattle this year too they they travel like the second or third most miles of any team this year
2: by the way Champions i got up. <laughs> Lawrence to traveling westbound because MSU just traveled westbound, and got smacked. I realize I haven't won on the West Coast in the last
3: you know, with Tom Coughlin, you left at noon, whether you were playing the Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> or the San Francisco 49ers. You left at noon. No, I'm not bullshitting. You left, left at, at noon. noon. The bus left at noon. Because if you think about it, a six and a half hour flight to San Francisco puts you there at 3:30, because it's a three-hour time change. Or a train, if you leave the you know, at noon from a train station and Newark going down to Washington when we played the Redskins, now, I don't know, Commanders, football team. Um, you'd get there at 3 o'clock. So, like, it was crazy. We left on Saturday, played the game, six-and-a-half-hour flight, six-hour flight home. I mean, that's how to do when it. When we played the NFC Championship in 2011, yeah, 12, yeah. 11. Uh, that flight from New York to San Fran was, like, seven hours and 50 minutes. We had to go around, like, some big snowstorm. So we had to go, like, to Seattle and then down. Oh. And then we played. We played the next day and then flew our asses
2: home. And they won because of a kicker named Lawrence Tynes.
3: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, but isn't that crazy how, like, you just go play? Like, you flew on a plane for seven hours, you go play again, then you get on a plane for seven more hours. <laughs> like-
0: no. No, I'm surprised you guys don't get all, like, jet-lagged and all out
2: of time. But Tom whack. took
3: the he, – he just was – not. he never wanted to get – whereas I play here with, you know, Vermeil He didn't do it. Yeah, Vermeil did. Herm Edwards did it, Kansas City, when we played the Raiders and Chargers out west. We would always leave on Friday. Hmm. It's only a three-hour flight because yeah, they wanted to true. go hang out with their people. But yeah, every
2: coach is different. Hours from Kansas City. Yeah. I, hey,
3: I, wanted
0: to, I wanted to throw this up. And then we're getting go. a new airport, by the way, too. Open some uh, March. We were talking about scheme. Uh, Jake said, I'll throw it up here. It says, if Martinez was cut due to scheme, what's Galladay's excuse? Too much money to cut? most yeah it is yeah yeah well dead money really that's it's dead
3: money you you might as well try and get something out of him and maybe yeah maybe you can but i it's not looking good boys through two games
0: there's no other way to look at it like it is what it is like like martinez they already cut his money cut him down took his yeah he took took a pay cut yeah the play calling away from him they didn't vote him captain (sighs) neutral let him go uh too much money and then and then our boy from the Caribbean, <clears throat> Lawrence, we've got um really great follower over the years. His name is Mark Thompson in the Caribbean, and he's super smart. And he threw up the cap hit, right? Yep. 21 Damn. million in million 23, four dead, 14.
3: On right? I mean, that number is Wait, hold disgusting. On. KG in 2023's cap hit is 21.4 million. His dead cap, if we cut him next right. season – is 14.7 million.
1: This season in tw- yeah. In 2024,
3: 20, yeah, 20. Yeah. So next year you're gonna still take a 14 million dollar cap hit. 15, let's call that round up, 15 million dollar cap hit to release them. Yep. But we're gonna be in really good shape financially, I believe. You know, you still have to pay. Listen, the Giants want the decision. Oh, I'm with this because we've been on here a long time. The Giants want to make the decision on Saquon or who do they franchise, Saquon or Daniel. They would love to have that decision.
1: Yep. Right. That means right. they both played well. Yep. Jesus. You know, 20, they say 20. that the Giants could have 80 million next year. I don't think it was that much. Well, minus
3: 15, wouldn't... 65. Oh, yeah.
1: Well.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> As Mark sent us, thank you, Mark, for sending that. That's true. Um,
0: yeah. If he's, he's always on it. And you know, Lawrence, we touched on it real quick and we can kind of wrap it up on here. We didn't really talk about Saquon. We don't want to jinx it, but um, I will say, you know, watching him run this year, whether it's the new coaching staff, whether it's something he's done in the off season, you could just see his pad level is lower. He's, he's, he's getting into guys. He's He's running straight lines. He's not just a horizontal runner. He's not just popping it outside. He's not looking for home runs. He's not afraid any longer to drop a shoulder on guys. We even saw him drop a shoulder on Robinson and can't light him up like a pinball machine. Like there's a, I don't want to say he's angry, but there's an anger in his style where before he was more, you know, horizontal juke you, you know, hit the home run. He doesn't seem afraid to drop a shoulder on you now. And I think it's noticeable and I think it works.
3: Hey, he's not under contract for next year. I'd be running like that too. (laughs) Let's be real. I mean, there's a lot of, that's part of it. Don't ever get it twisted that that's part of it. Uh, He knows he's trying to get paid. um, But he also is on a better team with better coaches and a better scheme. I can't underestimate oversell that enough. Like, He's always been a great back, but he just lost his desire to play in the last couple of seasons because of injuries, because of the pain, because of the shitty circumstances they were under with this coach and bad play calling. and bad, They, quite frankly, horrible football players. There was no holes for him to run through. Yeah. Um, this is a better scheme. It's a better team with better players, and it makes everybody look better. But
1: yeah. make
3: no mistake about it, Saquon Barkley is trying to get paid. All right, look at this one. Good for him.
0: If they designate him a post 6 one cut yeah so that's 7. what they'll do that's, that's
3: thank you Michael for sending that um this is all good information that's exactly what they'll do and that's for that's talking for 2023 correct yeah I, yeah it doesn't say yeah, yeah you'll I'll designate do. him a post June cut and then and then you save yeah fantastic good and then use that money
0: to extend Thomas
3: well listen <laughs> I, you know how you got are. Thomas. Well, listen, Thomas, Saquon, Jonesy. Which one are you gonna? Just ju- just one. It's a great problem to have though. Wait, That's wait, Thomas,
1: Thomas needs to get extended next year? No, nah, he he'll still have they
3: won't. They won't extend him next year. Yeah, you okay. gotta take care of Saquon or, or Daniel, whichever wait, one of them. You're gonna let Thomas
0: out. go into a contract year?
3: Going to his know. next year, it will be his fourth year. He was oh, drafted he's
1: 2000. Got a, he's got it. He 2020? Company. Yeah,
3: what but you say th- t- t- here's the deal. He next year's his fourth year. You pick up his fifth year option. He's under contract for two more years. You don't have to sign Daniel Jones for it. Uh, was uh, Thomas was a was a twenty yeah. or a twenty one? Twenty. This is his third year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Next year right, he's I'm under contract.
3: contract. You pick up his fifth year option, and then you, he's right. under contract for two more years. You don't have to get yeah. Thomas.
0: Yeah, okay. come I on, Michael. So. Michael, you're getting me all crazy. The more that more. No, that's question. why I
1: read that. I was confused by reading
0: that. You know, Daniel yeah, Jones or Saquon. Well, listen, I want to thank everybody for listening to the hundredth episode of NY my giants rush. Of course, the Giants guys. That's Lawrence. That's the truth. That's Forton. Um, I don't know. We'll bring you back. We always try to get John, but you're so busy. You got, are you still are you still working with the, all these planes?
3: I, I still work in planes, yes. My man works hard okay just so planes you know. trains and automobiles <laughs> podcasts and podcasts yeah and listen this giant shit is a full-time gig because um as you know the news cycle is seven days a week um there's fun shit you know it's fun it's exciting i'm glad the giants are two and oh. and congratulations on your hundredth show
0: thank you no thanks for hanging out with us i mean it is definitely a lot of work but we always have fun doing it um you know so I'll bug you through the year, you know, if you if we can squeeze you back on, and if we can't, you know, we're always
3: yeah, I probably won't come back on, but
2: I'll just once
3: a year, once a year, because you can only talk about so much. I just that's right,
2: that's you
3: know, right. it's like it, listen, Sorry, if something's going really cool, yeah, but like last year it was just like so doom and gloom, I even Dude. hated doing my own show. I if mean- they make the playoffs
1: this year, you're gonna come on, right? Yes, like
3: that. oh, even if they had just nine and eight I'd fucking do jumping jacks <laughs> I'm just saying it, it just last year it, it's just so hard to talk about a losing right, team right before I popped you on I said look I've been I
0: used to be you know a writer for Bleacher Report you know another side hustle kind of thing and then Turner bought it and they got rid of everybody so I created NY Giants Rush in 2011 and I've been mm-hmm. doing it ever since and it's weird because as soon as I turned all this on the Giants got back and after last year, after last year, I was like, what the, what? I have a full-time career. I've got a family. I got all this stuff. What am I doing this for? At least when you turn it on with Serbia or Paul, whatever, they send you a check. Nobody's sending me a check. So like, you know, yes, we, we do have a pretty kick-ass sponsor right now, which is Astroplay. I got to turn you on to that Lawrence
3: uh, no, uh, amino, amino
0: acids. Well, it's a new supplement company. Um, privately made. You can't get it in a, in a box store. They can ship it to your house. Um, and all those protein drinks that taste like crap, they actually, it's called Astroflav because the flavor is really good. No added sugar. It's good. Um, they're actually, Jersey Strong. They got five locations in Jersey, but they'll ship to anywhere in the world. Like, we got a follower in Hawaii. They just shipped it out to him. Um, I'll turn you on to it. You can check it out. You know, Mark, for you and
2: man. I see you in the chat room.
0: Yep. So, I wanted to turn it off, too. It wasn't fun doing it anymore because they've been bad for so long. This is the first time. It gets time really hard. hard
3: it gets really, really hard. So,
0: well, that's Lawrence Tynes. We know we love Lawrence. And he did say he would come back on if
3: they made the playoffs. I'm pretty sure he did.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Listen, it, you just have you to say have do jumping shit. jacks,
3: <laughs> Craig, as you know, it, it's just you have to have news like, fun stuff. I don't like talking. I don't like saying this guy sucks or that place. Sucks. I just I want to talk about the shit we talked about tonight.
0: Yeah, 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 no, no, no. I get it, man. I, I get yeah, it. It's just, I, I, it's I get it. I, I, I've gotten friendly with Chase Blackburn. He's he the same thing. He's like, look, I got a foundation thing. Let's talk then. If something cool happens, let's talk then. Like he's like, he's like, look, well, well I'll always support you guys, but it's got to be fun. And the Giants got to be good. It's all it comes down to. You want something fun to talk about. You don't want to just rave about how bad people are all the time. Writing an yeah.
2: article about the team when we're like two and eleven sucks. There's uh, nothing more miserable than staying on there trying to type some piece well, of
0: crap. Well, thanks for tuning in. The Podcast yep. will be ready to rock tomorrow morning for all you all you folks out there. YouTube, Twitter, uh, Apple mm. Pod,
2: Spotify,
0: whatever your platform is. Thanks for hanging out with us, Lawrence and uh, the Truth and part Mike. We'll see you guys next week. See you week. guys. Take care, Lawrence. Oh, tw- thanks, Lawrence. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. We are still live. That's always fun to hang out with LT. He's definitely uh, a good friend of the show. Thanks for everybody for hanging out with us. Please do me a favor, check out Astroflave. Follow these guys on Twitter, check out Instagram, subscribe, hit the button. I salute each and every one of you for, for, being, uh, for being a follower and a supporter of the Giants Guys podcast and NY Giants Rush and all this other good stuff that we do. We hope you'll pass it on. Favorite. We hope you like what we do. If you want more, you want something specific. Uh, Leonard Marshall shirts for all you New York, Connecticut, North Jersey people. Friday the twenty third, which would be next Friday, there is an event um, in uh, in Bergen County, which Leonard Marshall is throwing. We're throwing a party, and I think that Nikki and and Chris uh, Nails are going to. I got to coach football next Friday night, so I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna make it or not. But um, there's food, What's there's drink, there's autographs. Right? What's that?
2: Team's record undefeated.
0: Wanna know, baby?
2: There it is. 1-0.
0: <laughs> yeah, one to know. Last first game last week. Um, so I got a game on Friday night. I'm gonna try to make it, but get uh go check out t- what the tickets are. Bring your friends, bring your family. There's autographs. Leonard Marshall's gonna be there. Uh Nikki's gonna be there. Chris is gonna be there. Um, it's at the um I think it's called the Garlic Bistro, um, in in Bergen County. I heard the food is tremendous. Definitely check that out. Monday, uh, we will be live. I'm gonna do some streaming in the parking lot for the Ring of Honor game. All right, when our when our, our good friend uh, Leonard Marshall. And listen, you folks can wear all the white you want. It's blue, I'm wearing blue. I'm not I'm not wearing white. I don't care what kind of jerseys they wear. I'm big blue, I'm wearing blue. That's it. Have some fun, man. Yeah, I am gonna have fun. With. But I'm gonna have fun. I don't need to go
2: find. I don't need to go find a white.
1: jersey. You'll either. probably be on TV, Craig. Be well, only blue. In blue.
2: <laughs> space shuttle's gonna be. Yeah, like, Where's the world,
1: world though.
0: <laughs> What's that? What? what did you say?
2: Wear the blank skull hear. shirt, then you'll be able to see it from outer space. That's why I said, "There we go." That's a
0: great shirt. Nyjankrush.com. The store is open. Get your Leonard Marshall shirt. Go follow these guys. Uh, thanks, Mark and Mike and Mike and Mark and CeCe and, and Jake and Chris and Daniel. And of course, Tuto and Chris. Mr. C was in the house today. And there's uh, a giant opinionated sports. There's Jay. What's up, Sin? What's up? I mean, there's a ton of you guys in here. James, I didn't get to some of your questions. I see you guys in here. Thanks for hanging out. There's Jake. There's Thomas. There's Keith. There's Kmac. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh again, love you guys. 100 episodes. I don't know why I do it, but uh I know you guys enjoy it and that's the reason why we turn this thing on
2: all the time. So We love the fans, baby. Go Giants. 3-0. Right.
0: Go Giants, baby. 100 episodes, 2-0. I don't know. Um you guys want to wrap this up with something? You got anything to offer you two?
2: No, I've said enough
1: to Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Just enjoy the game. Okay. Salute. Yeah. Salute. Hey,
0: hey, let's be nice to each other. Let's support that each other. Great. We're Truth. all Giants family. <laughs> Peace out, boys. See you later. <laughs> Woo!